Gotta get your tweets in. Yeah, gotta, gotta let the peeps know. <laughs> peep, peep, tweet, tweet, you know. <laughs> so, this is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are back with our upcoming thoughts for the summer season of 2017. Yes. Speaking of summer, y'all gonna have to excuse me if I sniffle into the mic a little bit. Summer's hit here as well, and so I'm battling my allergies. So pardon me for that, but we're going to carry on anyways. Yes, and it's a thunderstorm over here, so I may jump because of the thunder. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're jumping for joy for the all-new series that are coming out for the anime. Because, my God, this season, this is this is an interesting summer season. That's yes. for sure. It's yes, like they're... almost all new. Like, there's only like, what, two or three that are even like... One that's, yeah, one that's related and then another one that's an, uh, part of a series. But, uh, but like, other than that, everything's new. That's yeah. like, that's weird. That Rare. doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. So the first show we're going to be talking about is one of yours, and it is Centaur's Worries or Centaur no Naomi. I get the first one. All right. So I, I guess I'm, I'm just the, the pick of getting all of the monster girl ones because that seems to be <laughs> the way that falls into place. So uh, but you know what? I have high hopes since the last one, like the one before last. Not so high hopes. The last one. High hopes because it did really well. Uh, so this one is Himeno is a sweet, shy girl who struggles with high school life. The difference is she's a centaur, but she's not alone. In fact, all of her classmates are supernatural creatures sporting horns, wings, tails, halos, or some other unearthly body appendage. Yet despite their fantastical natures, Himeno and her best friends are down-to-earth, fun-loving teenagers who grapple with issues of life and love. So... Uh, and this is done by I I don't think I've heard this this company before uh, Emon Animation. Yes, Emon. They've done they did a uh, Silver Guardian and they did that uh, the other show that I didn't like. Okay, I'm hoping. Okay, I will just say this just for and, and since I, since it's related in that regards, I'm hoping that this is not going to be in the same way that Silver Guardian is. Because don't get me wrong. I enjoy Silver Guardian. It's not the greatest anime in the world, but it's still pretty decent anime. My only gripe with it primarily is that it's each episode is like 10 minutes long, incredibly short. So you've noticed it now. That's horrible. <laughs> That's incredibly horrible. I'm hoping this is not going to go along that same lines. If it is, this might be the last anime I really watch from this company because it's annoying as hell. They have so much more potential with what they're doing in each episode, and I just I feel like they just sell themselves short, and it's kind of a cop out to me in in some sense. So if if this ends up being that way, I'll probably still watch it. But this might be a less one for me than for this company. If that's if that's their the direction that they're going in, if they're like we just want to do short little episodes, no, I don't I don't appreciate that. I don't like that. Um, every time I sit down for anime, I want to sit down and enjoy myself, and I, these little bits just don't help. Um, but anyways. Uh, this, this anime does intrigue me, um, because in previous genre or previous ones from this, we've seen, uh, where it's like these monster girls are part of human society, like everyone, people, 
right? I think your camera messed up. You still there? Uh-oh. Big D! Big D! Uh, I think he's gone. We shall be back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Centaur, and I was talking about, oh, how previous animes for Monster Girls have had uh, where it was just a few monsters inside of a human school, primarily with humans. Uh, uh, this one has now said basically that everyone inside this school is a monster. So I kind of like the aspect from the previous one where it, they, they had their own trials and tribulations because of how you were figuring out them being monsters and what they had to do to kind of live a, live a quote unquote normal life. Um, I guess this could kind of do the same thing, except, I mean, it's more of like, you know, it's more accepted, because everyone's like a monster of some sort. And it, it does intrigue me too, because they talk about halos and one of the uh, monster girls and the picture that they have for it on any chart actually has like, looks kind of devilish kind of thing. So I'm curious if they're going to bring like that aspect of like, you know, angels and demons and stuff like that into the whole thing. Cause that's, that's something that, uh, typically anime is kind of kind of shy away from. I don't usually see a whole lot of when you get into like unless they, they really go into like religious kind of thing and whatnot but to, for the most part they usually go with like your typical ones like centaurs and stuff like that where it's not anything like that. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Um, again I'm a little I'm a little hesitant a little skeptical considering it's done by Emon Animation and the the Silver Guardian that I'm watching, which I do enjoy, is shortened episodes, and they're talking about how this is going to just be grappling with issues of life and love. So it sounds like you know, kind of a, a slice of life. So I think they might go in that same direction. In which case, I'm just going to be disappointed in that regards. But I guess I'll move on and and overcome my obstacles in that at least for the time being. But again, if this is if this is like that, where it's short episodes, I'm, I think I might be done with this this company for a while for watching something from them because god it seems like they waste potential with that it really does okay. anyways that's that's my thoughts on that okay well me not knowing anything about it because i didn't have a trailer yet um from what you said it's like monster girls but it's in high school so it's kind of like interviews with monster girls um then also you said that there's uh halos and then someone who looks like a demon so this face yeah. to me i'm seeing interviews with monster girls mixed with um that show from Dagakabo that I watched last season with uh with the two demons and the two um Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so this yeah, looks <laughs> <laughs> it didn't so, leave that much of an impression on me. Go ahead, go ahead. Well yeah so um I don't know. I'm kind I'm kinda I'll check it out. Um I don't have any thoughts about it really because um, I take, I don't, I don't, I don't, these, these types of shows don't seem, seem to hold my attention too much. Um, yeah. but I'm curious to see if it's as, as intriguing as you say that interviews with monster girls are. I so. see, I, I'm, I'm curious too, but again, now that I realize who does it, who does it, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. This might not be so good. I, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways. Show we're gonna be talking about is Cleone no Akari. Now I think this is one of my shows. Yes, this is one of your shows. Um, let's see. Oh, go ahead. 
Okay, so this show is uh, the story is the story centers around an illness-stricken, constantly bullied orphan named Minori. After one rainy day, she doesn't uh, turn up to school. After uh, having being in, having been admitted to a hospital in a distant town, two months pass, and the girl, the girl's two school friends, Takahashi and Kyoko, receive a mysterious email with no sender listed. The email reveals a summer festival taking place at a nearby town. I feel like they skipped something, but okay. See that 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 was gonna be my my first thought because I kind of <laughs> didn't really like look at this one too much. But when I read the synopsis for it, I'm like, this seems really vague and just <laughs> like it really doesn't give me any impression about what is even expected of this. Mm-hmm. And even like the picture they have for it, I mean, does it have a trailer for it? Yes. Um, oh. I watched the trailer and it at this the style of the animation looks really cool. Um, there was something about it that um, I'm not sure what it is, but like it, the animation looks good, and mm-hmm. that's enough for me to check it out. Um, as far as the story goes, it looks like there's going to be mystery. It looks like it's going to be a slice of life type of show in high school. So it's like another typical high school anime. There's this new twist about an email and um, a girl being sick. So depending on how those situations go, it may hold my interest and it may not. It uh, mostly depends on the characters. But um, the studio... You know, it's funny, too, because, like, on Anichart, they don't actually say, like, what category it goes under. I don't think they know. (laughs) I mean, as I was was looking at the centaur, and, like, it says comedy, slice of life, supernatural fantasy. Granted, it seems like that's going to be the way it's going to be. And then I look at that, I'm like, nope, doesn't say a (laughs) damn thing. So... Even, yeah, and, even the people in charge of this are like, I have no idea what this is going to be about. This seems kind of weird. Yeah. Um, the studio is Ishikawa Pro, and they've only done one other show than this, and I haven't oh, wow. seen that. So this is a complete shot in the dark. Like, I have no idea. The, like, they don't have – I don't have, have history with this, this yeah, studio. Yeah, so. you have no expectations about what – see, th- this is like – a se- this is a season of not just new – shows but like new production companies too i mean this is like their first well not necessarily first but like their beginnings and stuff like that at least and so this is this is a very interesting season yeah so it could be a new studio like emon or it could be a new studio like mappa where one kind of swings and misses for me and i guess for you and then was mappa which is like just knocks it out of the park over and over so yeah yeah i I'm very curious to see what how this show is going to go. So, um. yeah, see, I, I guess ah. again, you're more on the on the trailer side, so the trailer kind of swayed you. But that storyline, I'm like, <laughs> how does that even connect? It's like you you kind of seem like you were going in. Uh, oh God, what was that one? Uh, anime that we watched with um, the girl who had she could read minds. Oh, yeah. 
like the very beginning of their 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 what they say about it reminded me of that because she was constantly getting bullied, constantly getting picked on. Yeah. You know, people didn't believe her. This, that, and the other thing. And then you know, and then you're like, oh, and then the fact that it goes into like a hospital. And then all of a sudden, I started thinking about Kokoro Connect. Yeah. Because you had the one who the one girl who went into the hospital, and everyone was worried. And you know, I'm like, okay. I see this. I'm, I'm kind of getting it like, okay, this is going to be very emotional, high intensity. And then we go to a festival. I'm like, where did that connect? Where was the, I don't, what? I'm confused. So I don't know. And even like the picture they have for it is all like bright and cheery. And you got the three girls there looking like they're just having a fun time and awe and wonderment. And you're like, how does that relate to an orphan girl getting bullied and having to be in a hospital? I don't, what? So, I, don't, I don't know. I'm 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 very iffy about that. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm, that's all I got for that. Yeah. So uh, it's a total mystery, total new st- new uh, studio. So uh, hope I hope it's good. Here's open. So uh, the next show we're going to be talking about is Fate Apocrypha. This yeah. is another one of my shows. And um, no, no. I didn't really, I didn't really like go into this one only because I was kind of torn. Is this going off of the studio and the production of Fate that you liked or that I liked? Neither. Really? Is this different? This is a one picture. So did someone else take the whole thing now and is redoing? Is this is this even no, a part of that is, or is this? No, this is not connected to any of the other stuff as far as I know. Okay, so this is not this part is. of fit, like Fate. I, I saw Fate and I immediately went like, like nope. I think I blocked it yeah. out just because I was like, yeah. God dang it, if another Fate Stay Night that I don't want to have anything a part of because yeah, they so, ruined the series. Okay, so I might actually be interested in this. This might actually yeah, be so if, you, if, you, if, you, if you think about it, all of them, like, well, there's two that are Fate Stay Night, yeah. one that is Fate Zero. All yeah. three of those are connected to the same characters. This is Fate Apocrypha, so it's something completely different. So, okay, as far as, so, as what I can tell from the trailer. But the first, like, the first Fate Stay Night was the one that I liked. Studio Dean, yes. And then the next two were the ones that you liked. I liked all three of them, but the you the Ufotable ones, which is Zero and Face Day Night Unlimited Blade Works, yeah. those you didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like those. I liked yes. Dean. I didn't like Ufotable on that one, yeah. which is weird because I usually like them for a lot of other things. But for some reason, I think they, they ruined it for me on that one. But see, they, they talk well. Anyway, I'll let you go because I, I see Holy Grail War, which is what I saw Fate and Holy Grail War. And I'm like, this is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So story for this one is um, there was once a Holy Grail war waged by mages and heroic spirits in the town of uh, Fuyuki. However, one mage took advantage of the chaos of World War Two to steal a Holy Grail. Several decades have passed and the Jesus. Good luck with that. Millennial. Millennia family. (laughs) Millennia. There we go. We're just going to say the millennia family. Who took upon the Holy Grail as its symbol. Defected from the mages association. Furious, the association sent forces to deal with the millennia, but were defeated. Within the Holy... With the Holy... holy, (laughs) With the Holy Grail system changed. Uh... War at an unprecedented scale breaks out. Okay, I kind of get what they're talking about with that that <laughs> description. Kind of, kind of. What is with their descriptions on these things now? That just seems they they kind of go uh, all over the place sometimes. I don't know. But see, there, there it goes. It, it talks about the Holy Grail. So that's the Holy Grail War. Yeah, that's what that's the what we know, right? Mm-hmm. 
So it is connected to the uh, Fate Stay Night series. Yes. But this is talking about after like the holy grail war happened yeah they apparently they stole the holy grail and i guess instead of getting your wish they just took it and ran off and then after after several decades people found out that they have it and now big another another war is breaking out what, what i get what i get from that is there was one mage during the whole chaos of of it that decide well they say they say world war ii like they talk about the holy grail war and then they go talk about world war ii that's confusing to me anyways so it sounds like one mage took the holy grail during the holy grail war or something like that so no one got their wish and he just took it yep. so he's just like no one should have it just he just took it yep. but see then the millennia family because that's what we're going to call them now the wild millennia the Y millennia family <laughs> uh took the grail from the mages association who had it from the that i guess the one mage created an association when he took it and a lot of people were joined it i guess and then this family took the grail from the association and now the association wants the grail back but now people know that they have it so now people are coming after them so we got this whole like trifecta of of just because now you have okay so you have the Y millennia family who has the grail but they're just keeping it they're not doing anything with it, it sounds like they're just keeping it you have the association who wants it back though if the Y millennia family is just keeping it i'm 100 percent like and then all the the association does wants is just to have it back just to keep it i'm a little curious as to why they're so upset that the Y millennia family took it if they're just keeping it you know because it kind of seems like well they're not doing anything with it they're just they're just holding on to it i'm wondering what happened to the the holy grail war because if they took the Holy Grail, which is the end of the war, is everybody just kind of stuck in the war? And they're like, well, we can't end it because yeah. nobody did anything with the Grail. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds like even though this is connected, it's not quite connected, maybe? I don't know. This is weird. Yeah, so from the trailer, like, all the characters are different and everything that I saw. So okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it for, like... It's like the Fate series in a completely different location with different circumstances. Um, A1 Pictures has it, so the animation is going to be way different. Um, yeah. A1 does good stuff, so I'm curious to see their new take on it compared to uh, okay. Okay, so Photobos had it for a while. They did, but like the Studio Dean had it first, and then Ufotable yeah. had it, and now A1 Pictures has it. Yeah. So I actually might check this one out at least <laughs> to see how I like it in comparison. So this might be a case of like you've liked all three, but I didn't like the affordable. And it's not so much like their animation. It was just like the overall arc of it just irritated me for some reason because it, it so diverged from. And I, I get it when you're in a new studio and a new studio has it. You want to take do your own take on things. I totally get that. But yeah, whether it's so different and i liked the original one so much that i was just like uh, this I, I i've lost it mm. I like, like I, I, we don't follow the manga so the dean one yeah. may be an anime only ending and the ufotable ones might be following the manga this is so that's, true that's usually the case so yeah this is true this is true which why my so many people like my the ufotable one uh more than studio dean mm. But and I totally get that because I've always been more like the manga and whoever does the manga, they have an idea in their head and they know where they're going with it. 
Whereas the anime, it seems like they kind of just go will, willy-nilly with it sometimes and just kind of go off in their own little branch and whatever. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll see if I actually didn't like this one, if I like their take on it. I get it. Like you said, it's A1 Pictures, and A1 does awesome work. Um, I just don't know. We'll see. Uh, the next show we're going to be talking about is Gamers. And this one was mine. And it's kind of weird. I'm kind of actually wonder. I, 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 we, we kind of picked these out like really far ahead of time. And <laughs> now some of these I'm looking back on. I'm, I'm kind of curious as this one. I'm kind of looking at it going, why did I pick this one again? <laughs> I guess because it was about gaming and I'm a big gamer. But so anyways, um, the synopsis for this one says, uh, centering on the gaming lives of various high school students who play video games, including Keitai Amono, a lovely young man who, or lonely, sorry, lonely young man who loves his video games, uh, Karen Tendo, the beautiful president of the video game club, uh, Chikai, yeah, Chikai, who constantly fights with Keita, and Tasuki Yep, that's what that's all I'm saying for that one. Yeah. Uh, who puts on a facade of being satisfied with his life in the real world, but in truth, really loves video games. Did this oh. one have a trailer for this one? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Again, I'm kind of curious as to where I was going with this one because it seems like a slice of life. Mm-hmm. It even labels it as a comedy romance. Uh, Pine Jam Studio. What is, which have we have they done something we've seen before? I don't. They've done a really little. They've done a show called uh, Maho Shoujo Nante Moi Descara, and it's a short. Oh God, is this gonna be another short, <laughs> short anime? God, why am I picking the short ones? Good lord. <laughs> I am going to be so furious with myself if this is another short one because I hate short animes. <laughs> you always feel like you get just slightly involved, and by the time you start to get involved, they cut it, and you're like, "What?" So I don't know. So yeah, it's a relatively it's a new studio to us because I don't think you've seen the Maho Shoujo show, no. and um, that show was really silly, and I think I liked it because I think I've only watched like one or two episodes. Uh, and it was kind of like a spoof on magic girls yeah. so for them to do this gaming uh anime next it it seems interesting because it looks like he's gonna be following a bunch of different characters but yeah i hope they do it in a way because it doesn't look like it's gonna be a tv sh- uh, a short because um the type is tv so it looks like it's gonna be a full episode um okay hopefully they these characters end up becoming friends and you kind of slowly go from one character to another I, well i don't i mean uh any chart has it labeled as a comedy romance okay so and it looks like it was based upon a light novel okay so i don't know yeah so from the from the new key visual on any chart um it looks like the uh there's two guys and three girls in this show so hope uh-huh. maybe there's like some love polygons going on. Um, I'm curious how much the games are going to be influenced since this is not a you get stuck in a game. I'm curious yeah, like yeah. How, how much of the series out of the game focuses, is going to actually yeah focuses around the games and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean so. they're, they're talking about a video game club, so I mean mm-hmm. that could have I mean a good chunk of it, but I don't know. Yeah, and like it, as far as the club goes, it's like is it a game creation club? Or is it... Sounds more like uh, a game-playing club. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I Again, I'm curious when I'm looking at this one now. It's like, why did I pick this one again? Uh, 
but I don't know if 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 it's a decent slice of life and the characters are really interesting and entertaining, I might go along with it. But uh, you know me and my my slice of life. I'm very particular about which ones I, I really latch on to and and which ones I don't. I've dropped probably more slice of life shows than I've actually finished watching just because if you don't if you don't have something interesting or intriguing or something new or you know fun it just gets boring because again i mean that is the point slice of life is supposed to be about life but i mean it's like come on you gotta have something something to <laughs> to, to define yourself more so than what the average life is so uh, i guess i guess we'll see again new studio so all these new studios <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm hopeful. The next show we're going to be talking about is Isekai Shokudo, or Restaurant to Another World. Ah, and this was another one for me. Yes. Wait, did you have this one too, or is it just this? This just me on this one. Uh, it's just you, not trailer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like how that happens that way. Um, so again, I, this one. Okay. Now we're back into uh, where I'm like, okay, this is actually going to be interesting. Uh, this one is the synopsis for is there's a restaurant called Yoshiko no Yekoi, uh, Western cuisine cat restaurant. I guess is what it's called. Basically, uh, located on the first basement floor of a building at a corner of a shopping district. That already sounds just like, what? Um, while it normally feeds salarymen, there is a secret. Every Saturday, the shop takes a day off, quote-unquote, and is full of special customers. For the office workers, it is a familiar place with the familiar dishes, but for Saturday customers, it is nothing but cuisine never imagined. That sounds highly intriguing. Okay. Like they're talking about special customers. I'm like, special as in how? You're not really defining that. I mean, it could be. Don't get me wrong. It could be something <laughs> simple like that. But I mean, we could be talking about monsters of all sorts and sizes. Just you know, I, I if somehow in my like, it could be something simple like that. Cats. Don't get me wrong. Because since it's a Western cuisine cat restaurant, I hope they go a little further than that and have more. <laughs> more different things than going along than that because to me um there was a book novel that or series that i read a long time ago and i need to catch back up on it uh it was called nightside the series was anyways it talks it basically is a world underneath london that has all sorts of just varying creature different entities and stuff like that and they all commingle and it, it just the way that they were talking about that immediately popped into my head because in in Nightside there is a bar that everyone frequents, and just the varying different things that go on inside that are so abstract and off the wall. And I mean, they talk about cuisines never imagined, and that's like kind of throws that into that as well. I'm like, that could be intriguing, you know? What's what's going on here? How is this? I mean, because again, this was like a bar where they had like anything was up for sale. Uh, you could have like holy spirits and they literally were literal holy spirits that you would drink and stuff like, like yeah, stuff crazy stuff like that. 
and I'm like, okay, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm I'm curious as to how this is gonna play out. Um, again, maybe it's gonna be something like completely mundane and disappointing. Just be like ca- like actual cat restaurant. I'm like, okay, don't do that. <laughs> that that would that would just be sad. Come on, do something more creative than that. Um, and Silverlink, finally, a, a production company that we actually know. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. Again, yeah. But at the same time, at least we know. Um, yeah, they've done awesome, amazing shows like Kokoro Connect and um, another show that I liked that was a comedy was uh, Baka and Test. Yeah. So. so I mean, I and I didn't have a trailer for it, but I like the uh, the picture that they have on any chart for it. Hopefully, that's kind of in in lieu of what the animation might look like, and that does kind of look nice. Um, so, and again, Silver Lake, we've known this company, at least. This is the first one along our list so far that we've actually known. So, um, I'm, I'm, it has my curiosity. It's peaked it. I'm going to watch it and, and see what takes place. I'm hoping for... I, see, and this is going to be probably bad because like my expectations are kind of up on this one and I'm hoping for something great and then uh, watch it be something ridiculous or silly or whatever. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But hopefully, hopefully something good will come of this. Okay. So. Well, yeah. So um, I don't know what the animation is going to be like. Um, I do like Silverlink, so I'm pretty sure that the show is going to be good. Um, I'm intrigued. Like, what is it? Dishes Cuisine never imagined. I'm like, I can't even imagine what it would be like. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the point. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm interested. I will check it out. The next show we're going to be talking about is Isekai Smartphone. Isekai wa Smartphone Tomo ni, or In Another World with My Smartphone. <laughs> so, this was mine again. Um, and, and like, okay, I, it, this got me intrigued kind of worked from the get go too. Cause it, it, it kind of puts one of those ideas in my, uh, that I've had in my head scenes. Cause this is, this is a familiar setup of this one. And, but the idea that they kind of continued with it had something in my head of like, yeah, what if that was possible or something like that? Anyways, uh, this one, the synopsis for goes, Toya Mochizuki was accidentally killed. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, accidentally? How did you do that? Uh, and as an apology, God allows him to be reborn in a fantasy world and will grant him any one wish he desires. And so, Toya chooses to, chooses to keep his smartphone in the next world. In his second chance at life, he befriends many important figures and comes across the world's secret. He inherits the legacy of an ancient civilization and travels around nonchalantly while possessing powers that rival this world's kings. This is wow. That's just wow. So, but I was, as I was saying, you know, <laughs> we've already, okay, so we've already seen an anime like this before. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, no. I wasn't thinking of re- no, Part, no, no, no. So, okay, so parts of, parts of it are zero with the cell yeah. phone, and then other parts are. <laughs> you, you forgot that one too. Oh god, what's the name of it? I think it starts with a K. I want to say it's the funny one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking Studio Dean. Yeah. Okay. We both know what we're talking about, and it's gonna probably kill you. I'm just gonna forget about that because otherwise, I'm gonna smack my head thinking about that one too. Um. Anyways, uh, what I like about this is okay. So don't get me wrong. 
I like that one that you were talking about, the one from Studio Dean. But I think sometimes the ridiculousness of it got to be a little too much. Where I'm just like, okay, come on. Because that was the one where I'm just like, come on, you're supposed to go kill the Demon King. You haven't even left the starting town. What are you doing? Um, This one seems to be a little bit more kind of serious because he's actually, it seems like he's accomplishing things and doing things. And come on, Zuba. See, I told you started with a K. <laughs> uh, but like, this is an idea. Okay, so even though in ReZero he did have his phone, it wasn't really functioning. Like, it still had, like, the functionality of the phone, but he couldn't do anything necessarily with it. Like, couldn't call out, couldn't look things up on a smartphone. Because, like, it just literally was – he could use an alarm and he can use it as, like, a light, essentially, or to tell the time. as pretty much the extent of what he could do with it. This sounds like this guy had the idea, I want to keep the phone and have it fully functioning. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a smart man right there. Hey, you have the world's in- information at your fingertips. You could know absolutely anything and everything, and you're taking it with you. So, hey, awesome. You know, he could download apps to do whatever he wants to do, you know, maybe different languages, and he could be like, oh, I could translate that. Yeah, sure. Here you go. You know, so some <laughs> kooky, crazy things like that. You know what I mean? So... I, this has always been one of those ideas in my head, and I'm like, why did anyone else kind of think about doing something like that? Just take your smartphone. So, um, you know, it's not like it isn't a, a thing in all of our cart cultures and, and what we all use now these days and whatnot. So, um, But then as it goes on and talking about how he befriends important figures, learns the world's secret, and becomes more powerful than this world's kings i'm like damn you did something right um you know and it doesn't seem like necessarily in the branch of uh overlord where he's just like you know powerful and you know has all these abilities and stuff like that it seems to me like since he did what he did and taking the smartphone with him it's probably he gets to where he go gets Simply because he uses his his mind, his cunning, and his you know brilliance and whatever he does. Hopefully, he's not kind of like you know a jackass about that and being all pompous yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, if he's that kind of character, it's gonna kind of ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's a character who's kind of fun and easygoing and whatnot, and and still has that kind of brilliance about him, then I think this is gonna be a pretty damn good show. Yeah. So, um, and it's done by Production Reed. I think we haven't we seen something from them or no? Uh, it kind of sounds familiar. I'm just not 100 percent sure. Uh oh. Okay, so they've done one of my favorite, uh, my very first cute girls doing cute things show, uh, Strawberry Marshmallow. They've done a lot of stuff. Like they worked on Sailor Moon, uh, Vampire Hunter D, Macross, Handmaid. Okay, so yeah, they got they got they got some pretty decent ones under their belt here. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm hopeful. Obviously, the cute girls doing cute things. You can see from the actual little picture they have on any chart. Yeah, there's he's, it's it looks like it's probably going to be a harem situation because he's had <laughs> a lot of girls hanging around him and whatnot. But regardless, um, hopefully, um, I got some I got some hopes for this one. I think it's going to be a nice a nice fantasy, and and I I feel like it's going to definitely diverge and enough away from um god i forgot i already got it forgot his name the other anime yeah konosuba (laughs) i feel like it's gonna diverge enough away from konosuba that you're not gonna feel like it's too like cliched with that you know so i think i i again i have i have some hopes for this let's see let's see how this goes so okay well uh, for me this is 
it seems like it's gonna be fantasy so that's one of my weaker genres um yeah and um the one thing that i'm i'm curious about is like how serious is this other world i'm like are, are the characters intelligent and he is very smart or is he just a normal guy and everybody in this world is just dumb (laughs) <laughs> he just kind of just stumbles into being the king of the world. <laughs> hopefully, uh, it, um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he is very smart because I know those are the characters that you love. Um, another thing is that I didn't know what studio that did this, and it's a studio that has a huge pedigree, like a lot of great shows behind them. So. I feel that it should be good. Um, I know a lot of shows that I've loved in the past, and when that same studio comes out with a newer show, they're kind of making it to appeal to certain people to make money rather yeah. than like making actually shows sticking, like just, sticking to their guns that they they can actually do something really good with. Yeah. So um, from the look of it, I feel like it's 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 a show that might be pandering. But I have I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because they've done a lot of my favorite shows. So yeah, yeah. I mean at least you know they. I mean if they did Vampire Hunter D, at least you know they they can do some action. Yeah, because that was some pretty pretty good action in Vampire Hunter D. I want to say next show we're gonna be talking about is Jikan no Shihaisha or Kronos Ruler. Yes, and I'm pretty sure I don't have it up right now, but I'm pretty sure this one had a trailer for it, right? Yes. And I, I, I remember looking at the trailer going, damn. <laughs> like, I don't have it up right now, and it's been a little while since I saw it, but I do remember thinking it was a damn good, damn good trailer. A lot of good action, and the animation was just really, I think, especially for the tone it's trying to set, I think, is really well done. Uh, so, anyways, for the synopsis for this one, the story centers around Chrono Rulers. Those who fight the time-eating demons that appear when people wish they could turn back time. The Chrono Rulers fight a time manipulation battle against these demons. That sounds freaking cool. Um, yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, and I'm just going to call it, like, in the little picture they have on any chart, the guy in the back, and the, the top back, you see what I'm talking about? In the center? Yeah, yeah with the staff, I guess? Or I think he's going to be my favorite character, probably. He, he just looks like the type of character I'm just going to be like, that was freaking cool. Awesome, dude. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Th- I don't... There's not, like... There's a lot of them that talk about, like, fantasy and, and, and doing, like... Um, you know, going into other worlds. This sounds like we're still in our world, and there's just these people fighting demons. And and I'll tell you this, because the, the way they put it, because um, they talk about the demons that appear when people wish they could turn back time. It's such a simple thing. And I think everyone in their life probably has thought about this, or maybe wish this and, and themselves as well, that they could turn back time. So it, it is very plausible in its own own right because i mean again it's something relatable in that regards but because they did it in such a way like that it almost reminds me of and kind of the same kind of the same way with the animation because it's very stylized um that one this has been a while ago i'm not even oh and now i remember it xxx holic oh yeah you see where i'm like making the correlation between the two you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. like in XXXHolic, the people would come to her with problems, and they were very 
like this mundane little things sometimes. Cause like you'd have people who like they made a promise and they, then they broke the promise. So then there was consequences that they didn't even know about that yeah. was causing them to feel the things that they were feeling or do the things that they were doing like very supernatural in its own way. And it kind of has that same feeling. Here's a mundane thing that people do probably all the time, wishing they can turn back time. And it's actually having consequences that there's actually like de- time eating demons that come from this. Yeah. So, and, and like, I'm curious, like, do they stick in like one era or are they going to start like jumping around to like different eras as the timing demons appear? You know what I mean? I'm um, like, this has a lot of like potential to just go all over the place. And I love it. I love that idea. If they do it, um, this could be just absolutely astounding and amazing. And I'm sure it's going to be action packed and in, in its own way too. So, and it's done, uh, project number nine. Have we yeah. seen something from them? So they've done, um, and you thought there was not a girl online, a show that I talked about a few seasons ago. Okay. Uh, they did another show called, um, Rocky Boo, which is like cute girls playing basketball. <laughs> and, um, they've done like a few other shows that are, um, I have, I, I don't, I don't think I've, I may have seen like the first episode or two of, but they don't have uh-huh. any like powerhouse shows that I so know about. this is this is going to be a first for them uh no they, they've they've done uh, so any chart lists them with 10 shows so uh-huh. they have work behind them it's just no, not... no 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 i mean like like this this sort of like what they're jumping oh, into yeah, here like, is going to be like a, a first like for a, them like a dark-ish high like uh high action pack series yes okay okay so yeah. i mean like project number nine kind of sounded familiar i just couldn't think of where i'd see it and the fact that they the shows that they've done oh, i'm a little i'm a hopeful i'm hopeful i'm gonna remain hopeful but let's see where they go with it yeah um, so i mean you really get they like it seems like the characters are very distinct just by looking at their what they they, they look like i'm hoping they continue along with that so set themselves apart Go ahead. Anyways. Yeah. Um, from the trailer, everything, uh, the animation looks um, like cool, dark and action packed. Um, there are there's one thing, like you said, the studios. This is the first time them doing a dark show like this from what yeah. it says. Um, but the trailer was cool enough for me to be like, you know, what? I don't even care. I'm going to check it out and, <laughs> and see where it goes, because I did like the um, and you thought there wasn't another girl online show. So and, they already and- have some good points for me. The storyline seems really intriguing. Like that's something yes. that's something brand new. I mean, that, they're bringing something new to the table now. So, yeah, so I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that one. The next show we're going to be talking about is uh, Katsugeki Toku Token Rambu. So, um, Token Rambu is a game that I know about from uh other people in the anime community talking about um i haven't played the game i haven't seen it but i do know that there was a token rambu show that came out a couple seasons ago and it was cute boys who were also swords so i didn't what <laughs> uh, hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on say that one more time <laughs> the the previous token rambu show was cute uh-huh. boys who are also swords okay okay so they're swords. Yes, the token rambu game that I know of is based on swords. So these they're not they're 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 male 
swords. Yeah, it's like that one show where uh, it was guns that were cute girls or presidents that were cute girls. So yeah, like, and see, I never like understood the hell out of, yeah. out of that. It's just like I was smacking my head. I don't know how many times when watch like I watched only like the first step of that and went what now actually take that back i think i watched two because i'm like i couldn't have just watched what i just watched and then i watched the second one and went wow so okay i'm just making sure i mean i'm on i'm on that with you so uh that's just weird yeah so um the yeah this show is is gonna be done by um ufotable so it's gonna be was a the totally first one? the first that one was... was no it was done by okay another okay 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 the um, this show, yeah, like it's that. done by Ufotable, <laughs> so it's going to be a very serious show. So there's going to be uh, a lot of action in this show. The story for this show is um, the year is 1863, as the tumultuous samurai uh, era is coming to an end. Japan is split between the pro-shogunate and anti-shogunate factions. The fate of the world is threatened as an army of historical revolutionists are sent to the fu- from the future. Revisionists, by the way. Oh. <laughs> threatened by an army of historical revisionists and are sent from the future to alter the course of history. In order to bring these forces down and protect the real history, two sword warriors, spirits, who are, are swords brought to life by... Saniwa, a sage, rushed to Ida. The polite and thankful Horikawa Kunihiro and the short-tempered yet skillful <laughs> Good luck. Izumino Kami Kasen, uh, kan- Kanaseda, who serve the same master, confront the invading army along with a lively gang of warriors, including <laughs> Okay, there's, there's a lot of names. We're just going to let it there. There's just a lot of names. <laughs> One, two, three, four names. Yo, uh, Mutsu, Mutsu no Kami Yoshi Yuki. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you. There's four just a lot of people. Names. Four people are with him. Yeah. Um, so from this, it does look like it's still going to be um, swords brought to life in there in uh, human form. Okay. Uh, so kind of at least the way they the way they did it and the way they described it there at least made some sense to it mm-hmm. so um, i'm kind of okay with that yeah so um i saw this the trailer and because it's you photo anything you photo does i'm like yeah i'm checking it out um i was excited that they were gonna make a anime out of this um game because i know a few people who liked the game um, when I first, when I saw the other show, it, one, it was a short, I'm pretty sure. And another thing was that it w- it was a slice of life comedy uh-huh. with, a, with bits of action. So uh-huh. it didn't hold my interest. Um, this show looks like it's going to be just straight up action. So which um, should be I, awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I, don't I, still know. Don't, I still don't get the whole swords being brought to life as people. Um, and it's going to be taking place in the Edo area, which is one of the settings in anime that I'm not really a huge fan of. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, okay. Yeah. So I think I kind of skipped over this one cause it sounded more like it was going to be a, like, I just, I didn't even like I glanced over it and saw the year is 1863. And I'm like, okay, this sounds more like it's going to be like an historical type, uh, anime. And it kind of has like things of that. Um, 
because they're talking about the pro shogunate and anti shogunate, which is something that's been used a lot. And that's this setting as far as the you know plot devices go. Uh, not to say that's necessarily a bad thing, but you know it's been kind of overused. Uh, it's been a while though, so maybe it's something that people can get back into. Mm. Uh, the way they describe it, though, uh, the fact that there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it's almost exactly the way, it, like, seven samurai almost-ish kind of thing. <laughs> you, you see where you're going with that, too, because they're talking yeah. about basically samurai warriors kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just a small group of highly trained warriors that are going up against you know and, and i like how they put it as historical revisionists and that's the only reason why i stopped incredible because it's like they're trying to revise history they're like oh we need to revise this and they're like no 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 no, that's part of history we need to keep it that way uh-huh. um so that's that's intriguing in, in its own way because now you're talking about the future meets the the old and i'm kind of curious how they'll they'll go with that but uh i can kind of go along with the whole the way they described it there i can go along with the fact that they can bring swords essentially to life um because if you go by like the old samurai tradition um swords are the embodiment they are like the soul of the samurai um which is why um there was a movie I saw a long time ago where it had a samurai in like modern ish time frame. And, uh, when someone, cause he, he'd killed a whole bunch of people on a train and he had to, it's just the way it was. And, uh, the police of course came and they're like, well, we need to take your weapon. And you're like, and that's the thing. You cannot take the sword away from a samurai. It is a part of them. And, and before he, he, he realized he had to. So before he did, he actually broke the sword because otherwise he would not be able to give up the actual weapon. So it's very, I can see where like this coming, like two sword warriors, spirits who are swords brought to life, uh, by a sage. I'm like, okay, I can kind of get behind that because, yeah, there is, you know, for a samurai, there is a spirit and their spirit resides in the sword. So bringing a sword to life that actually, you know, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of behind you on that one. Um, and if it's, if it, I guess going by Ufotable and yeah, it's Ufotable, which is awesome and always, always do what they do. Um, and especially as long as they go full on with like the, the, the fighting and, and action aspect of it, I can get behind them on this one. So. I'll, I'll check this one out. The next show we're going to be talking about is Knights, Knights and Magic. Such a, such a nice and simple title. Nothing complicated <laughs> about it. Just straightforward and right there. Um, did this one have a, a trailer for it or no? Uh, I think it did. Okay. I think because I'm pretty sure I watched the ones that I picked for the trailers at least. And see, usually that's the way it is for me. I'll read the synopsis first and if i get intrigued by it then i'll go watch the (laughs) the trailer for it and that's usually what cinches it for me um so this one in the story a jap a japanese mecha otaku dies in a car accident so there seems to be a kind of theme going on around here we have people in our world who who die and then get reincarnated because here we go. And his soul is reincarnated into another world as Ernestia Ekrivaya, something like that. Uh, Iru inherits memories and interests from his previous life and aims to be a pilot of a silhouette 
uh, knight, a large humanoid weapon that really exists in his world. Um, so that, 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 that's intriguing to me, at least, because th- I guess this is what this is what diverges them from the other ones. Usually someone dies, gets reincarnated into a fantasy world. It's straight up fantasy. You know, the magic, the um, everything else, fantasy, pure and simple. This one has mechs. That kind of changes the aspect of it a bit, I would say. Um, and and that, that intrigues me. And the fact that it seems like, yeah, it seems like, it almost seems like, um, oh, what is that one that we watched where the guy got pushed onto a train and got reincarnated uh, and was in the army. Uh, <laughs> See, now, gate? No, 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 not gate. Gate, he didn't get, he didn't die. He just, they just stumbled upon it. I'm talking about the one who died and got reincarnated as a little girl. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> anyways, Tanya. Tanya. Tanya, thank you. Um, this kind of seems in this kind of the same sort of fashion here because, um, they had, kind of like uh you know their own flying capabilities and he get it, it says in the beginning it says his soul and then he gets reincarnated and looks like now he's a girl which is interesting okay. Okay. you know what i'm saying so that that's kind of where the correlation i'm, I'm kind of driving between the two of them here um but it's like they have like the the mechs which i kind of put into like our realm which is kind of the same thing where i do like with tanya where they had like guns and and stuff like that and they also have magic it seems like to me i don't know maybe you know because it's called knights of magic obviously they still have magic so um but they have magic and that, that so i kind of I'm, uh, I'm guess i'm drawing comparisons and correlations between the two in that in that regard so i can see kind of where they might have gotten their inspiration for this but ao at least it seems like they're diverging enough to do something different and and new with it so i'm i'm curious to see where this one might go to um and it's done by 8-bit which i think i've done at least a few of them that we've liked in the past haven't they oh yeah they've done a lot of stuff yeah I'm, I gotta remember eight bit. So, anyways, yeah, that's it's not you know I don't I'm not like I think when as far as like regards, I'm I put like um, Jikai no Shishi you know I put that one up there and like expectations because it seems like it's gonna be something really like action packed and like dark and stuff like that. This one I see good like a potential for good action in it, but I don't think it's gonna be like hardcore action like the you know jacan one was gonna be i feel you know this one's kind of seems like it's gonna have more or less like a an ease kind of into it you know what i mean yeah this one is gonna be this one has a lot of mechs so it's gonna be mech battles rather than like person-to-person battles which seem which tend to be a lot more action-packed yeah 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 you know, uh, I see a lot of potential for it, but I don't. I don't think yeah. it's going to be nearly as like heavy inducing as that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Eight Bit is the studio, and they did um, Grisaya and uh, um, what was that other one? Uh, Infinite Stratos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And and Infinite Stratos had mechs and stuff into oh. it. So I, I at least and I, I enjoyed the Infinite Stratos. But again, that was definitely a more easy like the battles were there, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like heavy into the battles. And usually it was kinda like you know, it was one of those where like the battles happened and it was like a stop go kind of battle. It wasn't like a constant just jamming action kind of thing. They'd have like their moments of just like reprieve and whatnot. So I, I, I see this one being as a nice 
easygoing kind of action kind of thing. So yeah. Um, so I saw the trailer and I was looking at it. Um, seems really um, heavy as far the trailer was mech heavy. So um, I'm a little weary. I've I've come to the decision that I'm not a I'm not. I am a fan of mech shows, but only particular ones. And um, see, this, this is this a is, mech. Sh- this is a stretch for me because you know I'm like I'm even worse than you are usually on the yeah. mech ones. So yeah. Well, I'm, I can I'm, see I'm, that you would like this one because this one's magic. So yeah. for me, I'm iffy on mechs, and then I'm iffy on magic. So I'm like, I yeah. don't know. But um, the animation looks good. It's, it's done by a studio that I, I like some shows from, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I'm a little weak on it, but I'm still checking it out. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Made in Abyss. So this is one of my shows. I was iffy about this one. <laughs> um, the trailer blew me away. So I was like, absolutely, absolutely. See, and I I never watched the trailer on this one because reading reading the the sit-ups for it and looking at the little picture for it, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So the synopsis for this one is um, the abyss is the last unexplored place in the world. Strange and wonderful creatures roam within, and it is full of precious relics that present man, uh, present humans can't recreate. Those that dare to explore the depths are known as cave raiders. A an orphan girl named Rico lives on the rim. Her dream is to become a cave raider like her mother and solve the mysteries of the cave system. One day, Rico starts exploring the caves and discovers a robot who resembles a human boy. So, um, there was a fantasy show with a li- like a little big-headed kid. <laughs> um, um, I want to call it like o- Otazuki's story or something like that. And I think he had a dog with him. Um this show reminds me of the style of anime, uh, the style of animation in that show where it's like, it's innocent. Um, it's an innocent child's adventure in this gorgeous landscape. So Mm -hmm. just, just seeing that, I'm just, it's like what cast, like with islands in the sky, like you say, Hey, Mm -hmm. this anime got islands in the sky. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, So this show is just one of them things where it's like, it's this premise, and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, the studio is Kinema Citrus, and they've done a lot of shows that I like. Like, they've done Barakamon, they've done Yuyushiki, which is a which is um, like a really slice of life uh, girly anime based in school. They've also done Tokyo Magnitude, which um, is a devastation anime with an with a earthquake. So you know that they can do like massive destruction. They can do lighthearted kids type show. So this show fits well in their wheelhouse from the shows that I know from them. So mm-hmm. I am very excited. Uh, they also done Black Bullet, which means they can do some dark action stuff. So I am definitely hyped for this show. See, I think the only one I've, I've watched from them on that is like Black Bullet, which don't be wrong, was very intriguing on its own, but I don't know. See, and this is this is kind of a, a difference for you because usually you're not as into the fantasy type uh, animes and I'm usually all gung-ho about them. And yeah. I saw this one and I read the, the synopsis for it and I saw the, the picture they had on any chart. I was like, eh, I don't 
really know about this one. I don't know. I think this is one I'm going to have to wa- wait and, t- and have you watch like the first episode for and tell me whether or not you think it's it's worth the watch for. I'm not sure if I can I can bring myself to to watch this. One. I don't know so what it is about it. Something about it. I'm just like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I would say check out the trailer because it's a very cinematic trailer. Um, and at the very end, it was it was just like, oh, you know, that big hole that's been in the background and we haven't been talking about. Let's dive deep in and then fade away. You're like, no, show me. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely hyped. Mm-hmm. The next show we're going to be talking about is Owari Monogatari. Or G. <laughs> so I have an interesting experience with this anime, and by interesting, I'm I, I mean I'm like confused as all get out about this anime, but I'm still intrigued <laughs> about it um, because like this anime has so I don't even know how many seasons or how many different versions of this. An- There's at least four, if not five, of this anime. And I am all sorts of confused as far as like there never seems to be like a chronological order to them. No, they just, I think they're jumping all over the place. They they do, and it confuses the hell out of me because I start like I'm like, wait, don't they have who has this power? Who has confirmed with it? Who? What? Where are we? Where is this happening at? Oh my god! It it gives me a freaking. Someone, someone, please make like a chronological thing for this so I can watch them all in chronological order because I swear. It confuses the hell out of me, but it's it's so good. It's fascinating, and I don't think I've watched all of them yet. But yeah, so this one says uh, that is the end of your youth. On the morning of the appointed day of the college entrance exams, Koyumi Araragi headed towards North Shiraibi Shrine. What awaits him there was the with an unexpected smiling face is the slice of the sword that marks the final decisive battle. All of the stories now meet the resolution. So I'm like, okay, apparently we're, we're reaching the conclusion of all this now. So, um, but it has so many people involved. Like you, you thought like, um, uh, do rah, rah, rah was like confusing with all the different like people and stories. This one has like so many different people and connections and stories to it, but they're all so intriguing as well. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's like because of the supernatural aspect of it is what like I'm always like, what the heck? Like the girl that they have in the picture there, I don't even remember. There was something about like something people in Japan, I guess, wish for like having, they want to be. They want to be skinnier. They want to be lighter. And I think there was some sort of crab creature that, like, granted her wish, but it, like, took something out of her and made her, like, almost hollow. So, like, yeah, and she became, like, her personality became very twisted and very distrusting. So she always had, like, blades of some sort. Like, she'd have, like, box cutters or scissors or some other, like, pointy object and anyone came close to her or touched her she would pull one out of nowhere hmm. and, and, and like the girl the little girl with the backpack and it's been a while since i've watched these series so anyone watching this and being like you didn't get that detail i'm sorry it's been a little while since i've watched these i'm trying to pull them from memory here and i'm having a bit of a hard time uh the little girl with the backpack is actually a ghost okay and she has her own story that goes along with the, everything um 
And then the the purple haired girl, uh, I want to, if I remember correctly, I want to say she she saved a cat or tried to save a cat, but it ended up dying. And then the soul of the cat went into her. So then all of a sudden she kind of had like a split personality almost. And during the day, she was a normal kind of nerdyish, uh, you know, girl who did good good in school and all that. But at night, the cat when she went to sleep, the cat woke up, and all of a sudden she actually grew like ears, a tail, her, you know, and she almost kind of looked cat girlish. And then she would, I think her even I think her hair went white because like that was the care that was the color of the cat, and she got into all sorts of like trouble and mischief or whatever. Um, and the original, and I think that's the same person they're talking about, the Kiyomi. Um, he actually ends up, and his storyline, I want to say, he ends up becoming the servant to a vampire. Okay, I knew there was a vampire in there somewhere. Yeah, but the vampire was like this little girl. I mean, she's a vampire, so she never ages, and I think she was always this, this little girl. And um, she became, he became her servant. And I don't even remember the circumstances behind that. There was definitely some circumstances behind that, though. Um, but because of the fact that he's a servant, he gains a measure of immortality. So, like, he can't die. But, like, each time he comes across each of these people, they, like, it's kind of like a re-zero. And, and the way that he would die in re-zero. And you're looking at it going, oh, my God, that was, like, oh, oh, that's, you're just, like, how would you... And then he recalls everything. Well, this is kind of the same thing. He's immortal. So he gets like thrashed and like ripped apart and beaten to ever living pulp. But he'll always heal and come back. But he remembers all of it because like it happened. And you're like, oh, but he's like, OK, yeah. Hey, you're a trooper, man. You keep on. You keep on keeping on, you know, uh-huh. you know, and, and he tries. He tries so hard to help. His friends, you know, he makes friends out of all these people, basically. But so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious how this is going to go. Um, I'm probably going to have to refresh my memory and just go back and rewatch some of these. So, again, someone finds like a chronological thing for these. Please let me know so I can actually save my sanity at least somewhat and kind of actually watch <laughs> these in somewhat. So because, God, they did. I think there was even at one point in one of the storylines, they went to like an alternate world or something or like, yeah, because it took like a decision that he made and said, well, what if you didn't make the decision? What if you made the decision this way? And like the world became really fucked up just because he didn't make a decision in a certain way. And he ends up being in this world. And you're like, dude, holy shit. Don't make that decision, please. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, this, this is an interesting series, but it's definitely a series where you're just looking at it going, holy crap. It's going to take like, you really got to wrap your head around it. So, but again, I'm, I'm intrigued. I might not watch this right from the get go. Cause I definitely have to rewatch some of this to be able to get like characters back in my mind about who they are and what they do and everything. Um, cause it's been such a long time, but, and I don't even think I finished all the series. Cause again, I, at some point I was just like, Oh my God, my head hurts from all this. <laughs> So, but again, I'm intrigued and I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping, I think it's still the same people. I didn't look that up though. Shaft, did they do the same? Did they do the, all the yeah. other ones? Okay. Yeah. Shaft is known for the, uh, all the other, they know for all the other ones. They're known for, um, for, Oh, okay. Um, and I think the only reason that they're like linked together that you even know is cause they all end in Gatari or something like that. Or yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Which is why, like, I never realized, like, there were multiple seasons out until I started seeing the characters. And I'm like, wait, I recognize that character. And I looked at the title and went, oh, you sons of... You didn't say it was that? Hmm. Anyways. Yeah, they've, uh, Shaft, they've done the, um, Madoka Magica show, uh, series. They've done, um, uh, what was it? Nisekoi, um, A Tale of Memories, Tale of Melodies. Arakawa Under the Bridge, stuff like that. Um, they, this, this studio is unique. Like, they don't, there's, their anime flows in a different way. Um, yes, they do. I'm going to tell you yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. And um, especially this series, because I haven't watched it, but I know that it's super heavy dialogue and certain parts of super violent from what, uh, from what you've said with the other series that have uh, come out that we've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so I feel. Because it's so dialogue heavy and so like kind of a brain teasing kind of anime, um, I I don't think I'm gonna watch this one. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, this trailer was creepy. Like it was just showing all of these crazy clips and and it just started getting crazier and crazier. And I'm like, stop, stop! I want to get off the ride. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, that show scares me. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. But yeah, if anybody knows the order, like the the story order rather than release order, uh, put it in the comments so she can get it in, get it all ironed <laughs> out. <laughs> so I know what the hell I'm watching. <laughs> uh, the next show we're gonna be talking about is Princess Principal. <laughs> Somehow I knew this was gonna be one of yours. Yeah, uh, this show is done by Studio 3 Hertz, and they've done quite a few shows that I like. Uh, the synopsis for this is the spy action series follows five girls in the 19th century London, a city within the Albion Kingdom divided into east and west by a large wall. The girls serve undercover, serve as undercover spies enrolled as students at the prestigious Queen's Mayfair School. The girls make use of their individual abilities to remain active in the underground world of disguise, espionage, infiltration, and car chase. So, uh, the trailer was really cool for this show. Um, it reminds me of, like, I don't know. It was, like, parts of it remind me of old shows that I've watched, like, um, uh, what was that one where all the girls were like brainwashed and they all had guns and stuff. Um, Gun- Gunslinger girl. Yeah, it reminds me of like Gunslinger girls. A little bit of like Bakano, a little bit of like fantasy anime. So it looks um, the look of it really intrigues me. Um, I've liked stuff that um, Studio Three Hertz has done. Like they did that one that they were partnered with um, Cartoon Network, the Dimension W. Um, they also did Flip Flappers, which was like a crazy like Alice in Wonderland each different episode is a completely different world like super crazy sci-fi fantasy show and um, they've done a really, lot of really cool interesting looking and uh, interesting concepts so this is another show where it's, the concept isn't as out of out there as it as the other shows that I've seen but with their track record I'm like oh okay let's see what they can do with the spy world because that seems that you you can add some crazy stuff to the spy world. And yeah, you can, like, definitely. I'd like to see what they're going to add to it. I don't know. Like, 
I think I kind of skipped over this one because it didn't seem as intriguing to me. Um, I, this is definitely going to be another one. I think I'm going to let you watch the first couple episodes and see what you think of it. Because the only one that I have that I can say I've enjoyed, not well, not from this studio, but in this sort of like niche little genre, because I definitely consider like little girls being trained as killers kind of thing to be a very niche kind of, you know, genre little thing going on here um, is, is Gunslinger Girl. Uh-huh. And I liked Gunslinger Girls, but I could say I liked Gunslinger Girls not so much for their action, but for um, what the the overall arcing story of it was. Like their missions that they carried out in that was was always interesting to me and how they how they did it. But it was like their the the relationships between the the girls and their handlers were always the more things that I f- focused on more than anything else. Um, which I, I you, you remind me of one of my most intense moments. Um, you've seen that you've seen the whole series, right? No, I um, I started watching it. I got a few episodes in, maybe like half the series, maybe not. Uh-huh. Um, but like. I felt like some sad stuff was about to happen or some bad stuff. And I kind of like, I'm going to watch something now. It's a show that's like, even though I can't remember the name of it, whenever I think of it, I'm like, oh, that one show that I need to go back to because I liked where it was going. And it just, I got scared and I was like, I'm I'm going to go. I I can't, I can't necessarily fault you because I still, I refuse to watch, um, Clanada after story for pretty much that same reason. <laughs> um, but like, so looking at it and, and from what it says, and I kind of see the same sort of thing with it again, I feel like there's probably an expectation I might have with it because of what I enjoyed and liked as much as I did out of gunslinger girls. And to me, it, it was such a long time ago. And, and, and when I saw it, it seems more or less a classic in my mind um, that I, I don't know whether or not I would receive this as well if I watched it. So I might I, I might let you watch uh, see see what you say. I might skip it altogether. I don't know. Because, um, yeah, there was there was one. I think literally Gunslinger Girls might have been one of the first animes that I watched that I had that instance. And I don't have it very often. I have it for other ones, too. But I had that instance where I actually was like speaking, you know, I had that, no, no, what are you, oh, you know, it was like, and I actually <laughs> spoke out loud and went, oh my God, no, no, oh, oh, you know, because <laughs> it had that moment and you get so, you get so invested in the characters. And it seems to me the way that they have this and you see the girls and they're focusing on it, especially in the image there, that the girls are probably going to be a good focal point. I'm just not sure if I'm going to get, if I'd get as invested in it as I, you know, with each of the girls as I did with Gunslinger Girl. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It might, I might ruin it for myself before I even watch it because I, I'm drawing that correlation between the two. And you, you yourself kind of drew that correlation between the two of them in that. Um, so I don't know. I, again, I might just skip all over it. So next show we're going to be talking about is Sayuki Reload Blast. This is another one of my shows. Um, is, is this a sequel or somewhere in the lines of like another one? Because it seems like the characters. One. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah. I think the characters are familiar to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the synopsis for this one is. 
At last, the Sanzo party has arrived in India. This for, in this foreign land where the anomalies influence runs rampant, their battles only heighten their violence. And also awaiting them is their tragic fate from 500 years ago. What will they find at the end of their long, treacherous journey? So... Is this a, are, they, are they immortal? <laughs> uh, the trailer... Um, got my attention. One every time I see Sayuki, it reminds me of that one show that kind of reminds me of Trigun that I could never get into, and I always start it, and then the first episode I'm like, ah, I can't watch it. So this is the third. <laughs> t- this is the third time where I see the trailer. And I'm like, ah, oh, that looks awesome. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna not like the first episode, and then I'm gonna leave it behind again. But it always gets me. So I'm gonna check it out again. <laughs> So I know like the overall arcing kind of story in general with this because it it's the um, the old old tale of um, oh the monkey uh, basically that caught, like it's it's been a long time don't get me wrong it's been a long time since I've 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 heard the actual story for this um, but I, I want to say it was it was I know it was a monkey and I want to say got in trouble with one of the gods and um, basically got a headband put on it that would like put it in like control or something like that um there's a, there's a lot of things like i know for instance like his that pole that that kid has is like a, a extending kind of pole yeah um, like yeah uh so it, it, there's a lot of like little niches and things that i remember from this and i know like the blonde haired dude is the priest that ends up uh basically is in control of the, the kid looking there that has the pole because he's the monkey um, in human form, basically. And so, again, I remember Sayuki. I, I, I remember each of these that have come out. Because that's why you, when I, I recognize the characters, I saw that. And I, as Sayuki, I'm like, I remember that. I don't remember where I remember that. It's been a long time since, like, the last one came out, hasn't it? I think so. Um... Yeah, I think a lot of people probably might have forgotten about, like, that. You know, it's probably been a long time. If people have probably watched it, they're probably going to have to rewatch like the previous ones just to refresh their memory about what what's actually happened up to that point. If yeah, it's actually it, continuing. Yeah, I think there was a gap between Sayuki and Sayuki Reload. Maybe yeah. maybe that's why it's called Reload, because it was like we've been out of episodes for a long time. So now it's just loaded back up with a new series. Yeah. And then this one probably hasn't been that much of a gap but um it still has been a gap i, I imagine yeah yeah so, uh, so i mean you know is it still done by the same people i don't think <laughs> this studio i, I wouldn't this i wouldn't imagine it's platinum vision and all i've done before is serve amp so okay. it's kind of <laughs> uh not looking good <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't like serve amp but uh yeah. i don't know it's it's I haven't been able to like this site hasn't been able to hold my attention, but maybe it's been up because they were trying to make, make a name for themselves and everything. So they might actually try really hard and, and do some good stuff with this one. But I don't know. Again, this, what is this, this whole series was never one that fully interested me either. So yeah, it's one of them. It's like, even though I haven't, I maybe watched three episodes, like two episodes out of the first, like the first episode of the first season, maybe, or in the first episode of the reload, definitely. 
and I don't know what it is about it. It's like the Trigun. It reminds me of Trigun, and uh-huh. the characters look very unique. And this trailer looks amazing. So I can't not mention it. Like it's yeah, it fully has my attention. And I'm definitely watching the first episode. But whether I keep up with it, I with my track record, I'm I'm just gonna watch the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Next show we're gonna be talking about is a very long name. Yokai Apato no Yuga na Nichijo. Yes. This is gonna be another one where I'm looking at it going, Okay, why did I like this one again? <laughs> Um, Yushi Inaba, a 16-year-old boy whose parents died three years ago. He moved into his uncle's house, but resolved to move into a dormitory. Okay, now I remember. I like this one. Moved into a dormitory in high school. Plans changed when the dormitory burned down. He eventually finds a cheap apartment, but discovers too late that the apartment is home to supernatural creatures such as ghosts, yokai, and mononoke. And his daily life becomes embroiled in the eccentric apartment. That sounds interesting. <laughs> that just, in its own right, sounds interesting. I'm not sure necessarily about the look of it. No, did this one have a trailer? Yes. Or no? Oh, it did? How did it, I didn't actually look at the trailer in this one, I don't think. How did it look? Uh, clean art. They didn't really show that much animation. It was more like panning shots of characters. So uh-huh. you didn't really see, like... But like, so like, does the detail like they have on like the picture on the any chart actually about the same detail they have in the actual anime itself? Uh, yeah. Does it does it reflect it pretty well? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like soft and yellow lit, but yeah, I've never it, been it, a huge fan of that type of animation. I mean, it's not. The, I don't. I have anything necessarily wrong with it. It just seems rather plain. Like there's nothing to me. There's nothing that necessarily like, pops with it. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like oh, it's pretty standard, pretty you know whatever. Um, but the this, the overall story uh, storyline for it definitely intrigues me um, because this is definitely like another one where it's like kind of like with those monster girls and and trying to do a daily life. You have monsters living in an apartment. And you have a human guy who happens to be caught himself in the middle of all of it. And now he's trying to live his life, but has to kind of deal with the fact that he has monsters basically living around him and just correlate, you know, their correlationship that they have between them. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it's going to go, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this cat, I don't know. There's been a lot of shit. Like, it's. I'm like the shows that have happened like this were school anime and the main character gets stuck in uh, he moves into a dorm that's near the school and there's always something weird with the uh, with the dorm so whether like the owner looks like a kid and there's a bunch of weird stuff happening or or the dorm is just full of crazy eccentric people so this falls into that category um I'll go ahead and check it out. Um, it just depends on the characters because a lot of shows like that, it's the dorms, oh, yeah. tenants basically drive the lead. story. Yeah, drive the story. So. Oh, yeah, no. And it's definitely going to be all like character relation as far as that goes. So, I mean, if they have as interesting, if they have as interesting characters, let's just say it's like working, then it's going to be, you know, absolutely fantastic. But, I mean, if the characters just kind of fall flat and don't really do a whole lot, then it's going to be like, eh, no. So, this is definitely going to be one of those those hit or miss kind of ones. So Yeah, this um, this show actually doesn't have a studio yet on Annie Chart. So, 
Yeah, I was curious about that. I was going to ask. I was like, what studio did this one? I yeah, so I don't so. have anything to base it on. Like, the last show that has done something like this, I think it was A1, and um, there was, like, the something pet kind of Joe something. Um, there's a last show that's been, like, the closest to this, and mm-hmm. I... Um, I really, really like that show because the characters were amazing. So, yeah. but this one has supernatural characters. So this is also interesting, but I'm, I just, I got to see, like, yeah. I don't have anything to base all the animation and everything off of, but if the characters are awesome, then I'm, I'm on board. Exactly. Was that our, our last one on that? Yep. So, so uh, cu- curious to see what's, what's, what's your, I guess, what's your number one that you're, you're most interested in out of all of these? Uh, the um, Made which, in Abyss. which one have you have the highest hopes for? Let's just say that Made in Abyss because I am looking for a fantasy anime to just take me completely away because that's the mm-hmm. kids' fantasy one. Um, and then I'd say in second place is uh, is uh, Fate, the new Fate because I haven't followed, I haven't kept up with the nice action packed series that's like holy grail war type of fights so it's probably say, because i kind of want to i haven't finished unlimited blade works <laughs> yeah. so i don't know i'm probably gonna start this one and not finish it either <laughs> so i like i i say like i'm i'm number one for me has got to be like jikan jikan's got to oh, be yeah. my, my number yeah, yeah. one the chrono rulers yeah um, that, one, that one looks like yeah that one looks like it's gonna be absolutely amazing and uh, my number two it's a hard choice but i have to say as long as his character is spot on the smartphone one okay. is definitely gonna be my number two so the most hopeful one because their their description for it is so vague most hopeful one because it do so much is got to be the uh isekai shokudo okay. so as long as it's not something stupid <laughs> make it make it cool, cool. <laughs> so, anyways that's all for me yeah um yeah I'm, I'm excited that this this series has a bunch of brand new stuff coming out um, yeah brand new even, stuff with brand new studios yeah it's um even though a lot of the concepts that we've seen before but it's all nice to see a fresh coat on all these things yeah, definitely. Um, yep. So that has been our up, uh, thoughts on our upcoming anime for summer 2017. Um, as always, you can contact us on Facebook or Twitter at Takayaki Anime. Um, that has been it for the live show. The edited show will be up in about a week, and then we will be back in a month talking about the end of the spring season. And the shows that we've actually finished and what we think about how they've gone. So, uh, a lot of good stuff with that one. Yeah, I gotta catch up. I'm so behind. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's been Big D and Shade, and we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.